This is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and the late Raybone. And uh, this is Gilbert and Frank's ama- uh, amazing, colossal obsession. Yeah, you weren't wrong. I will be deaf by the time that we finish this, <laughs> yes. wrap, wrap this show. How are you, Paulie? Not too bad for a guy being dead. I'm doing okay. Yeah, talk yeah. to us. Yeah, What's going well, on? It's cold on the other side here. Cold. <laughs> we're, we're back at Earwolf with Verderosa. We were off for the 4th of July. Dara's away. Uh, the four of us. That gives us free reign. Pretty with much, no yeah. lives are sitting here at Earwolf doing many episodes. And did we ever even try to uh, ask? Uh, ripped on to be on the show. I don't think we did. No, that I was... think when you were a chiller with Rip, he wasn't in great shape. Oh, okay. And I didn't want to pursue it. But oh. but what a legend! Yes, yes, yes. R.I.P. The great Rip Torn. And as long as you're bringing it up, get well, John Davidson. Our friend John Davidson is having gallbladder surgery. Ah. So get well. He had to cancel get, some dates. Get well, John. We love you, J.D. Okay. So yeah. Um, and we're gonna do some gifts. Because these have been sitting in my office for months, and I've been silently resenting Gilbert. You yeah. Because most of them are for him. You don't yes, know that, of that course. Christmas fruitcake still isn't <laughs> in there. <laughs> uh, we had dinner with Gino the other night. Shall we? Shall we tell the fans that we went to see? Uh, we had an excursion. We had a, bo- uh, a boys' yes, night out. We saw the other famous Gilbert. Yes, Gilbert, Gino, and I went to see Gilbert O'Sullivan, who had not played New York in forty-three years. Claire. And- the moment I'm with you, I swear. Close. It- <laughs> Gilbert showed up without a ticket at a sold-out show, and just through the the power of his celebrity, he got a free seat. Well, see? He, powerful thing. And he had a better seat than I did, and I bought my tickets three months ago. <laughs> so Gino uh, hates Gilbert because he gets gifts from fans. I also hate Gilbert for the same reason. But we're going to actually, <laughs> actually going to open up some of these. This is from our friend Chris DeRose out in L.A. You remember Chris, the tour guide? Yes. Who was here and helps us with research on the show? Uh-oh. Look at this cool stuff that he sent us. This is Mel Blanc's personal stationery. Wow. Look at that. It's, it's a Bugs Bunny It's a Bugs Bunny. It. Can you see that, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Great. And this one, from the desk of Melvin J. Blank. Oh. Chris, we don't even know how you came by these. But thank you for sending. We don't know how you came on these. And Mel Blanc's <laughs> business card. Oh. In in a plastic, look at that, in a little plastic shield. Cool stuff, Chris. That's really nice. Yeah, I'm not letting you have those. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll split them with you. This came from uh, a gentleman named uh, Dave W. Stevenson. These are also cool. Uh, these are drawings. Paul, see if you can get a look at these. Mm-hmm. These are drawings. Of course, we're in a visual medium. I'm going to take pictures of these. This is these are drawings by the great Al Kilgore, oh. the famous cartoonist Burns and Schreiber. These oh. are from the '60s. Isn't that oh, cool? Jeez. Totally cool. Look at this. This is uh, this is Al Kilgore draws Henry Winkler. 
Oh, wow. We lost Al a bunch of years ago, and these I, are... I thought you were going to say we lost Henry. No, we didn't lose Henry. Yeah. We lost Al. But I don't know, again, where he came by this stuff. This is, uh, this is Uncle Milty. These are pencil drawings. Uh, Burl is Gilbert's. Uh, Henry Winkler belongs to Frank. Uh, I, this is up to you guys to fight over or not. Al Kilgore sketches. We don't know. Apparently, he was friend. Al Kilgore was one of the founders of the Sons of the Desert. Yeah. The Laurel and Hardy uh, fan right. group. So I don't know how he know, knew Al or found these things or got his hands on these, but these are great little. I just want to announce a proud moment. Get, Gilbert just voluntarily realized. Yeah. Yeah, the that I wasn't, wasn't talking into the mic. And I didn't have to do He just did it. He He's a pro. He's a pro's pro. I it's only been a few years. The first time in uh, the whole time I've been doing <laughs> these no shows. I'm no longer needed here. My okay. work is done. There's a couple of other things here. These are shirts. Were you needed at one point? <laughs> <laughs> these are from Ned Hastings, our friend at the Cartoon Network. We brought out some stuff that he these, that he sent last time, him and Casper yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly. But there's more. These are shirts. Oh, nice. For you, Gil, you love a free T-shirt. Oh, there's a large here. A Paul, free there's one, anything. There's one for you. If that doesn't fit, I got a smaller one. All right. One for, a, if there's a size ridiculous, I'll take it. Okay. There's mm -hmm. one for Frankie. There's one. I think this is one's yours, Is there a, a medium this or something? This one's yours, Gil, the oh, small this one. this is mine. Okay. Okay. Uh, and there's nesting dolls. Frank, these are yours. Wow, what are they? Uh, nesting dolls from their this new show that they're doing. The, oh, that's that's my neighbor. The pretty face thing. The yeah, your uh, pretty face is going to the hell. The pretty face is going to hell. So, and what do these things do? These are. You know what nesting dolls are? No. Oh, and there's a bunch smaller, of others in that is hilarious. Inside. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! They nice. used to have those Chinese ones. I'll have to post a picture. And the Brooklyn Museum yep. used to sell yep. those. Here's a joke book that was sent to us by um, uh, uh, Michael Garner, who was a cartoonist. Ah. He sent me one. I'm giving you one. Thank you for that, Michael. A lot of fun cartoons, original cartoons. Uh, what else? Uh, take that before somebody grabs it. I'm off, Mike. Hang on. Uh, let's see. Oh, Gilbert's going to love this. Hey, Gil, this is also from our pal Ned Hastings at the Cartoon Network. Look at that. Ah! They, they sent, tell, tell the listeners what it is. The Wolfman. Yes. yes. Face of the Screaming Werewolf. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Jeez. So it's not actually. It's a werewolf oh. toy. Yes. It's a werewolf action figure. Wow, that, yeah, I like that. Oh, Gilbert, I thought you might get a kick out of this Wolfman action figure. It's by a company called Lego. Or, Easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ned, you're too generous. Uh, there's more stuff in my bag that I'll go through afterward. But they sent shirts. They sent uh, Adult Swim DVDs. They sent nesting dolls. Adult DVDs? There's all kinds of stuff. No adult DVDs. <laughs> this is from Josh Chambers, and this is cool, too. This could be a mini-episode. Oh, uh, TV Turkeys. TV Turkeys. TV Turkeys. They sent a book Al, of, the, of the worst TV okay. shows. Let's let's see if Thick of the Night is in here. <laughs> I bet you it will be. He also sent, because we've talked oh, about... Oh, look, that's incredible. There it is. Oh, right. Jesus. <laughs> let's, don't tell John. Yeah. He also sent Josh Chambers 245s, Dickie Goodman, Energy Crisis. Oh. Remember we talked about Dickie yes. Goodman and those oh. novelty records? Oh, my God. So he, he was. He has the original. What's the flip side? Uh, um, what is the flip side? How many did he make? One is Convention 72 by the Delegates. Oh. That's the one we've talked about. 
And uh, Ruthie's Theme by Dickie Goodman on Rainy Wednesday Records. I can't believe that he still has these. Josh, you're a man after my own heart. Oh, see, I... This is terrific. I, this is great. Great swag. Let, let, me, let me see. Is Thicker Than Night in the TV Turkey book? Yeah. Let's see. You want me it, to look? Oh, yes. Okay. What, are you going to be disappointed if it's not in here? No, I think I'll bet you it is. Uh, hello, Larry. Aloha, Paradise. <laughs> Life with Lucy. Turn on. Oh, yeah. Turn on turned 50 this year, 1969. Yeah. Uh, Pink Lady and Jeff, Fridays, The Dumplings with James Coco, One in a Million, Me and the Chimp, uh, The Gong Show. I don't think The Gong Show. Hogan's Heroes, Three's a Crowd, Thick of the Night. Thick of the Night. There it is. How did you know? I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you're mentioned in the write-up for Thick of the Night. Uh, my eyes are scanning. As Thick of the Night rumbled on toward its debut, a cast of repertory comedians was assembled, including popular stand-up Richard Belzer, former SNL regular Gilbert Gottfried, and Chloe Webb, the future star of Sid and Nancy. How about that? Former uh -huh. SNL regular. Yeah. Have you ever been called former SNL regular? Oh. There's six pages on Thick of the Night? Wow. <laughs> Seven pages on Thick of the Night. Gilbert's in, in his glory. There's a whole Thick yes. of the Night chapter. <laughs> All right, you'll get that. We'll do a future mini episode out of it. Uh, I'm saving the best for last. This is from our friend Patrick Izzo. Do you want to open this one? Oh, okay. Because it's, it's sealed. It's in wrapping paper, Charlie Brown wrapping Lovely, paper. Lovely, colorful wrapping paper. Yes, Christmas Charlie Brown wrapping paper. I didn't want to rip it. I thought I'd give Gilbert the honors. So, All right. Gilbert is tearing the page. Yes, this is riveting radio, isn't it? <laughs> or, or TV for the blind. Our hardcore yeah, right, listeners yeah. turned, turned it off 20 minutes ago. He has moved the book from his what right hand to us? his left Disgusted hand. Disgusted as Clark Kent. Disguised as Clark Kent. You <laughs> are <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Gil, reading is fundamental. <laughs> Disgusted as Clark Kent is. It's a better title. Is, it's, it's a better title. Is a better title. I thought a much more interesting book. A million ideas were coming in my head. <laughs> Disguised as Clark Kent, Jews, comics, and the creation of the super. Is that a man who knows you? Oh, boy. Patrick, thank And he's one of mine. Patrick Izzo. Izzo. Jeez. I-Z-Z-O. Patrick, thank you for that. Gilbert's very happy. I think he got a chubby. Yes. <laughs> okay. What else is in the magic bag? You know that that book reminds me of a book that we we meant to circle back and talk about in an episode and never did. Remember, we had a somebody sent us a book full of all the things you used to be able to order in the comic books. Oh yes, I I got in, con in contact with that guy. He was somewhere in the Midwest and difficult to get a uh, uh, an engineer yeah, even, to. Even just going through that book would be fun. We'll do me. it. We'll do it. Um, last but not least, Ron Friedman's. Christmas songs for Jews. I oh, believe you requested geez. one. He oh, said, yes. He sent me that. Paul, this is for you, also from our friend Ned Hastings at the Cartoon Network. It's a big one. Ray Bone, I've sent a book to you. I know you're a musical scholar, but thought you might enjoy getting some information about music as it appears in movies. A history of film music. That sounds great. Look at that from Ned. That sounds great. Yeah, Thanks. Passing that across the table. Um, our friend Colin Woodward wrote a book about the Civil War. I'm also going to give this to Ray Bone, our resident historian, called hey. Marching <laughs> Masters. Here's, Look at that. Here's that? a piece of music. Who is this yeah. one from? Uh, I mean, Colin Woodward. Here's nice. a piece of music that I once knew the name of. It's been in a million movies and TV commercials. 
and it's a chorus who sings it, and it's like goes singing like da 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 da. Da, 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 yeah, that's, da. Uh, how do you say, Carmina Burana? What's... Uh, Excalibur. Right, it was in Excalibur. Excalibur. That's a famous opera piece. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. I would love to know piece. how many times they've used that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, Gil, last but not least. Yes. I've got your last gift. I hold it in my hand, the last envelope. <laughs> hey This you're going to love, and this this came and it wasn't wrapped. It's Uncle Gilbert. Oh, Uncle my Gilbert. God. As a model. Now, the hand fell off. So you're going to have to glue it back. <laughs> yeah. The hand fell off in shipping, but I have the I have the hand in the bag. Wow. That great? And that's from Fred Desenzo, one of our loyal listeners. And uh, you want to describe what that is? It's the creature of the Black Lagoon. And what did he put in the front? And he put on a sign that says Uncle Gilbert. Right. Because <laughs> right. in uh, the creatures showed up in a Munsters episode as Uncle Gilbert. Isn't that a beautiful gift? Yeah. Because the gills. I'll get the hand. He also sent us an orange wedge that fell off. I have to go through the bag. But there was a... Uh, there was there was an orange wedge attached to that, and the hand the hand is somewhere in the bag. Yeah, but uh, we'll glue it back together. Beautiful gift, huh? Yeah. So you you made out very well. Yes. Frankie Gilbert. got a shirt and a nesting doll. Frank's playing your chorus, and you I go. got disgusted. Disgusted by Clark Kent. Is that the piece of music in question? What? The part that just ended, actually. That's so. Funny. Sounds like the music from The Omen. Probably yes. was used in that too. That's it, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. The two Daves who are looking on for the next Domini episode, they got it. All right, so that's it for gifts. Thank you, and, and I'm glad it's all out of my office, quite frankly. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Ron Friedman, and uh, everybody else that sent such wonderful gifts. Patrick Itzo and our friend Ned Hastings. And I'm actually this book about movie music looks great. Everybody else great. and Colin of film music and Dave Stevenson and all of you guys and Krista Rose who care so much about this show that they actually spend money on postage and send you <laughs> things that are going to end up in the bottom of your closet. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do quickly. We did a uh, we did a Facebook Listener Society episode of questions and I solicited some questions on Patreon. Because some of the people who support us on Patreon deserve to ask some questions. So, I wrote some. Or I should say I printed some. Here we go. Andrew LaPasha. Uh, I love Gilbert's appearance on the Carson podcast. Is there anyone that Mark Malkoff has had on the show that you're jealous of? I don't know. How about Mel Brooks? He had Mel <laughs> he had Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we all know we could have Mel Brooks if yeah. you picked up the phone and yeah. called his office. I wonder office. if Mel Brooks will be in the New York City area anytime soon. Mm, there's a thought. Uh, he also had Paul Anka and Mac Davis, mm. two other people we want to get on the show. Um, Stephen Craigie or Craig. Here's a fun little trifle. I don't think you guys have ever done anything like this. Uh, Stup, marry or kill. Do you know that game? Oh yes, yeah. Kathleen Freeman, Mary Wicks, and Margaret Dumont. <laughs> you want to take that one? <laughs> you know, someone once did that with some actor. Yeah. 
some handsome actor. I forget his name now. Isn't it called Fuck Mary Kill? That's the uh, that's the name of the game. That's the that's yeah. The, yeah. He cleaned it up for us. Yeah. How do you want to How do you want to arrange that? Which uh, one? Kathleen oh. Freeman. Mary Wicks. And Margaret Dumont. I can't get a clear one on Mary Wicks right Oh, now. you don't know Mary Wicks? You know her. Yeah. She's the tall. She's in White Christmas. She's the tall brunette. Very severe. <laughs> John C. Untrees. Uh, how about, hey guys, how about <laughs> dropping through uh, those horrible one-hit wonder top song, uh, top wonders, top 40 songs like Playground in My Mind, Shat Up You Face, <laughs> Back When My Hair Was Short. We we should do Back another one-hit wonders. Oh, I love those. Yo, we have a, what'd you say? Back When My Hair Was Short. You know that short. song? No, I don't Gun know. Gun Hill Road. I look forward to yes. it. Yes. Uh, David Levinson. Hey, I still think the old Cinemax special from the early 90s, Greetings from Gilbert. Oh, geez. Is one of the funniest stand-up shows I've ever seen. Besides all the other great stuff, Gilbert does an impression of Jack Nicholson as Alice Cramden. Oh, yeah. Do you remember I, the bit? I, that was, that was the bit I did the... Honeymoon is the motion picture. With James Mason and Richard Burton yes. as Norton. I remember it. And it was, uh, yeah, Jack Nicholson as Alice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever you do, don't favor us with any of it. No. <laughs> Gino and I decided at dinner the other night that we could go on tour with Gilbert's act. Yeah, and I he know. he could retire. Luke Simon, uh, a lot of us listeners must be L.A.-based, so how about a live pod in L.A. sometime, Frank? It sounds like you guys don't do air travel. Well, that's mostly me. Gilbert's on planes yeah. all the time. But we got to make this happen. Um, by the way, my maternal grandfather died in a huge commercial plane crash in the 70s. Wow, oh. you're really convincing me. Well, <laughs> which I'm it is. Yeah, which I'm sure Gilbert will think is very funny. Um, how about a few bars of Song of the New Wine from Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman? Ah, okay, okay, <laughs> say no more. Torola, torole, torola, torole. For life is long, for life is short, and death is long. Torola, torole, and now we dance so happily. May you live to eternity. <laughs> oh my God! Torola, torola. I'm terrified. You're gonna have to make this a two-parter. It may have to be. And and when he says, "May you live to eternity." Lon Chaney Jr. jumps up and grabs him and goes, I don't want to live to eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, let's see. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Karen Kinney, can Gil and Frank suggest one little scene movie that everyone needs to see? A little scene movie. A little scene that not much, not not popular. Little oh. little dash scene. Oh, not a commonly little seen. Little scene movie. Yeah, well, you had you had a bunch of them on the when we were doing those Thursday mini episodes. Yeah, wasn't Billy Barty in a lot of little scenes? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yes, <laughs> mostly uh, yeah, taking Gilbert's parts. Yeah. What were some of those ones? There was the there was that Edward G. Robinson movie you recommended. Oh, there was one I think it was called Three Seconds. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, best oh, boy, the documentary. You like you oh, like that picture? Oh yeah, best yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh, and there was a movie. Oh God, let's 
see. There's that. The Paul Raybone story. The Paul Raybone. <laughs> yeah. He there. loses a leg and comes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was that. The Monty Edward, Stratton. Edward G. Robinson. We've got a whole bunch on the show. We have to go back. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I will you, recommend... Um, a movie called Murder by Decree, which is a uh, oh yes. a Holmes picture from the 70s with Christopher Plummer as Sherlock Holmes and James Mason as Watson, an all-star cast. And and just recently on TV, they had uh, 7% Solution. Also recommended oh, a good one. with Joel's, with our you, guest you, Joel About Green. a month ago, you recommended uh, that I watch Sullivan's Travel. Oh, yeah. How'd you like it? I loved it. Good. I loved it. As so much of Brother Where Art Thou is, comes from yes. the movie, as you had promised. Was that a, was a, I delivered with my, uh, Absolutely. my recommendation? So put, put that on the list of little scenes. I also movies. recommend two little movies that came out maybe in the last 25 years called Five Corners. Hmm. With, do you know this picture? With John Turturro and Jodie Foster, written wow. by John Patrick Shanley yeah. of Moonstruck Holy smokes. Uh, if you can find it. In a movie called Men Don't Leave with Jessica Lange. Two movies I love that nobody seem, can Five seem, to, can seem the, to find. Yeah, yeah, they're obscure. You can't find them. Yeah. They're obscure. Uh, bah, 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 let's see. Mm. Oh, and then there's that movie we talked about a few times. Which one? The Little Fugitive. Oh, The Little Fugitive. That's a great example. Sure. Uh, G. Iers, G. I. Small E. R. S. Many years ago, I saw Gilbert do a bit about Ned Beatty on the set of Deliverance. Asking everyone about a page missing from my from his script. Does this mean anything <laughs> yeah, to you? That I did on the comedy awards, like when they offered Ned Beatty the part and he read the script. Did did they leave out page thirty-seven? And like him going, Ex excuse me, there's there's no page to this <laughs> there's a scene missing. Oh, nothing, nothing. Don't worry about it, Ned. Just sign here. <laughs> <laughs> People who've seen Deliverance get the joke, right? right. Who are familiar with it. Well, from, from Trick, I never saw you do that bit. Only once? Yeah. Please have Gilbert do the bit. I've been talking about it for 20 years. He just did it. Trixie asks, what singers or songwriters would Frank and Gil like to have? You've already had so many great ones. And Paul Williams, Jimmy Webb, Tommy James. Well, oh. Paul Anka. That would be a great one. Mac Davis. And, of course, you know, the great white whale is Burt Bacharach. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So we'll work on all of them. Adam Freed. Other than life stinks, <laughs> losing out to Dustin Hoffman for Dick Tracy. Hey, no shame in it, Gilbert. Does Gil recall any other? They're calling you Gil now. Yeah. Does, they're very familiar. Does Gil recall any other parts he went up for and didn't get? Oh, millions of them. Any, any, any worth naming. Or a part in a film he thought he would be ideal for. Oh, jeez. You just told us one of those. Where somebody said, I'm going to call you, and it's, it's a, there's a lock on it. You were all set. Was that, the, that was Mumbles and Dick Tracy. Yeah. Right? yeah oh, is that, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Any, any parts that you see in movies and think? Oh, I mean, I, th I see every part. Yeah. You know? I, I, yeah. I, I, I Harrison could, Ford and Air Force One. Yeah, yeah. I could see myself in the Leonardo DiCaprio part. <laughs> <laughs> Lucifer Sam, you guys have talked many times about Gilbert's guest programmer appearance on AMC with Robert Osborne and the films he picked. Uh, Frank, if you were selected as the guest programmer, what four movies would you pick and why? Skidoo, perhaps, he asks. God, that's hard. Yeah. Being there, I'll just name four off yeah. the top of my head. Being there, uh, uh, Duck Soup, um, 
Mm, two others, two others. Uh, Broadway Danny Rose. Yeah. And why not Sullivan's Travels? Why not? Yeah. How about it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, there's four. <laughs> that was fast. Um, hmm. Mm, Kylie. Yeah, because in Sullivan's Travels, the movie he wants to make his old brother oh, wear out. Old brother out there, right? Which the Coens yet then used as right. a as a right. as a launching pad. Um, let's see. Craig Walsh says, "I'd love to hear you guys each list a particular a particular favorite episode, uh, so you can get on this Raybone, including Dara. Dara's not here; she's yeah. in the Berkshires. We'll have to answer for her. A favorite episode? Oh, I think you like Charles Fox a lot. I love Charles <laughs> Fox. You got to sing Zapped. Be- yes, <laughs> two songs from Zapped." And ready to take a chance again. And Charles Fox all this time was saying, I'll only do it if Gilbert doesn't sing my song. <laughs> and we got and we got him. Paul, why don't you take a shot? I, Favorite I, episode. It's, it's hard to Jimmy Webb would be on a very short. Jimmy Webb. Short oh, list. he was Maybe great. Go with Jimmy good, Webb. good answer. Yeah. Frankie? God, there's so many, but Tony Orlando was pretty Wasn't awesome. Wasn't that wonderful? Great one. Wasn't that wonderful? And another a surprise one was Sonny Fox. Really yeah. great. Yeah. Really great. I'll pick an old one and a new one. Uh, a new one, um, John Davidson. Yes. Which I thought was a perfect episode yeah. for us. It had everything. It had yeah. Before my time was Bob Costas. That Bob was Costas classic. was great. Yeah. yeah. Bob Costas was I was great. telling him a dirty, disgusting joke. That was a great and one. And he fell down on old fours and crawled. We have video of it. <laughs> you know yeah. what my favorite two episodes were that we never got to run was... And then the other classic one was. Oh, you did end up bleeping those out, right? Because oh, you wanted to start a mystery on on social you see, media. There's a whole thread. Yes, I was yeah. getting PMs asking about <laughs> it. Well, clever, very clever of you. I'll pick a, the the new one, John Davidson. The old one, I'll pick is Jessica Walter and Ron Liebman. Oh, they were good. Which yeah, was, which was an absolute blast. But there's so Peter Rieger. There's, there's so many. I love the Jimmy Webb episode. You know, there's so many I love. You know who was great on the craft of acting was Bruce Dern. I love the Bruce Dern yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah there's, there's 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 too many to pick. Um, Gary Esposito, Frank S. Do you have any unproduced or rejected TV comedy scripts that can be acted out on a mini episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and probably not. Pretty ambitious. Uh, Gilbert, Frank, and Paul. What are your three favorite albums of all time? Do you have three favorite Ooh. albums? Well, I'm I'm not a big music guy. I remember I did own uh, Abbey Road mm-hmm. and Let It Be. Okay. So I didn't have that many. Oh, you know an Why don't you album? Pick a comedy album. You, you know, I never. I don't think I ever had comedy albums. Okay. They oh they always sound they always made me feel kind of depressed. Okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, I did have the album. Frank Fontaine songs I sing on the Jackie Gleason show. That'll do. Yeah. And that that's why I got laid so much. Over <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll pick uh, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Elton John, because it's the first album I ever bought. Oh, okay. Uh, f- uh, Fleetwood Max Tusk and a comedy album, uh, Child of the 50s, Robert Klein. I met What's-His-Name recently and, of course, didn't ask him to do the podcast. Who? Uh, uh, what's what's his first name? Fagan. Donald. Oh, Donald Fagan. Donald Fagan. Yes. Donald Fagan. Yes, I was in a store watching my wife uh, uh, try on clothes, and I get a text from Dara. 
just a picture of Gilbert with. I sent you the picture. Yeah, just a picture with Gilbert at, at Don, and Donald Fagan at a party. Both of them looking bored out of their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask him to do the show? Of, no, of course, no, of not. course not. But now I've learned. From past experiences. Now I have Dara do the work. Yes. So now Dara's working on Mrs. Fagan. So fingers crossed. Wouldn't yeah. Donald Fagan be a great guest? He'd be a great guest. Uh, let's see what else I have here. Can I throw up a, three favorites? Please do. I've been thinking about this while you, we've been talking. Uh, Meet the Beatles was the first one I, I can't bought. Can't go wrong there. There. Um, and uh, uh, I would say, I, uh, for Elton John, I would go with, uh, with a countryish one. Tumbleweed Connection. Tumbleweed Connection. Great record. And, and the third would be anything by Miles Davis. Very good. <laughs> and none of you guys are going to go with Genesis to Lamb Lies Down on Broadway? Come also on. great. Also great. An album I used to have. Um, Mike Erickson. Okay, you'll love this question, Gilbert. Gilbert, Frank, Frank, Dara, and Raybone survive a plane <laughs> crash on a snow-covered mountain. Who gets cooked and eaten first? <laughs> hey, can we just move? I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> well, Gilbert doesn't have really any meat on his bones. <laughs> Paul's missing skin, legs, eyes, yeah. and everything else. Paul's got no skin. He's not going to be a uh, not going to be very scrumptious. <laughs> you guys could probably survive a good six months off me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, William E. Lee follows that up by writing, no problem, Gilbert's luggage would be full of stolen snacks from the hotel. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Barry Watkins would like to know, have any of the musicians on the show objected outright to Gilbert's sing-alongs of their songs, or have they all been willing victims? Well, we, we know, I know I can think of one who was hesitant. Well, Charles Fox was very hesitant. Well, it took Jimmy him two Webb, years. J uh, Jimmy Webb, I didn't think was going to do MacArthur Park. Oh, that he was did amazing. it. You yeah. won him over. Yeah. And so with great. Charles Fox, he was he fought it, and not only did he let me do the songs, but he played accompaniment yeah, he on uh, he did. keyboard. I, he was having at least as much fun as you were. Yeah, I had a blast. Remember when Jimmy Webb came in and we were told he only had like, 30 minutes. Well, he'd been doing press all radio right. all day. He was exhausted. And then he stayed for, what, an hour and 40 minutes? Yeah, we won him over. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to sing MacArthur Park either. Oh, it was a song that's personal to him. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think Peter Asher was going to sing uh, Lady Godiva yes. with you. But he oh, that rem that's re oh, another. And, and I remember what sticks with me with the Jimmy Webb episode is the secret meaning uh, to uh, someone. Uh, someone left a cake out in the rain was that. Somebody left a cake <laughs> out in the rain. Yeah, but it was an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. It's a personal song. But there was a, he's in the park, and someone was probably eating a piece of cake on a bench, and they left it there, and it was raining. And I thought, all this time, I thought, what a beautiful uh, symbolism. What does it mean? What does that mean? And it's like, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's a piece of cake in the rain. He did a little bit of Wichita Lineman, which is him and the piano. That was great. And I like that better than the original song, and I wish he had done more. It's great. It was so good. Just to be present for this stuff. You know, we take it for granted how many of these. We've yeah. had these people yeah, sitting great. here. We had Neil Sedaka sitting here yeah. playing. You yeah. know, love will keep us together in the hungry years. It's great. I did one other was for, a gift. I, for my fourth of the, my top three picks. I had one other I just thought of. The James you mentioned Peter Asher. Yeah, the James Taylor album, the first one on Apple. Oh God, spectacular! What was the name of that album? James Taylor. It was called James, James Taylor. Taylor. Was yeah. that Sweet Baby James? Or? No, it was that's before the, that. That's the next one. Before oh. that, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just looking forward to the next episode when Paul continues to offer up albums from this episode. 
Well, <laughs> thirty minutes from now. If you I think of some more, what should I should I just not tell people? <laughs> Last four questions, Kylie. Who are the boys' favorite comedians that would not be household names, alive or deceased? Oh, who do we know that we that we love that would Boy. not be Carrot Top? Why? Well, you like Dick Capri. Some yeah. of those Catskills comics. Oh from yeah, the, some of the Friars yeah. Clubs guys that we we used to we used to hang out with at the roasts. Certainly, Dick Capri. I got a guy, Robert Schimmel. Oh, that's right. One of my favorite comics, yeah. the late great Robert Schimmel, and yeah. I work with him on Caroline's Comedy Hour when you and I met for the first time. He he's one of those that somebody should do a documentary about. A hilarious yeah. guy, John yeah. John Panette. Oh Another my really god! Funny yes, guy. yes. Yeah. Gilbert can't think of anyone but himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what about an old school guy? Yeah, John Panette. You could see. In that last Seinfeld. episode of Seinfeld, yeah, John, John Panette, mm. one of the funniest people. Uh, the who, late John who was Panette. he in that? In that final he one. was the 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 the, ch the chubby guy that they wind up making fun of, oh. and they end up in the clink. Uh, two more. Did I lose my way here? Okay, Laura Pinto, our friend Laura. Hey guys, most of all your episodes are hilarious. If of course, and I was wondering. Whether have, there have been any instances where one or more of you went into such uncontrollable laughing fits that you had to stop tape. Or at least Frank V had to do some heavy editing. Does that happen? No, we never edit anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back to your kitchen when we did the Steve Cox episode, and you did that impromptu Jerry Lewis. Oh yes, with yes. the coffee table. <laughs> if you guys are on Stitcher and you have that episode, go back and listen. I that was yeah, yeah maybe one of the hardest five hardest times <laughs> I've ever laughed in my life. I I couldn't get air. That's a good one. Um. Down to two more. Okay. Michelle Bentley, have you ever considered getting some of the former actors or actresses from the show Soap and devoting an episode to it? Funny timing. We just oh. had one. We just had Ted Wass. Yes. From Soap, who played Danny. It was a great show and a springboard for so many talented people. Yes, look for that one. And there was one about, uh, there was one for you, Gilbert. Here it is, the last one. Pete Nelson. What is Gilbert's earliest memory of a universal monster movie? Mine is Dracula. Wow. He was able to get beautiful women to walk around in skimpy nightgowns. My my five-year-old self could not figure out what exactly was so great about that, but I knew it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a memory? Wasn't The Indestructible Man the well, first movie? Yeah, the horror it, movie but that, that wasn't a universal. Right, right, right. That was one of those real zero budget. Yeah. The Indestructible Man. That was the first horror movie I remember watching. And it also had Joe Flynn. Oh, Joe Flynn's in it. Yes, one of the right. mad scientists. Yep, yep, yep. And, oh, and it had, uh, what is that guy's name? Robert Chain. The guy that played Inspector Henderson? Yes, yeah. yes. Was that he a was, monogram picture? It could have been. It was a cheapie. Monogram would yeah. make those real. Yeah. Hey, look up Indestructible Man. Well, we got to go, but next time for the next show. <laughs> so you don't remember the first Universal one? Not the first Universal, because I didn't see them in order. Okay. All right. We want to thank the Patreon people. These were great questions. Thank nice, you, Patreon supporters. Nice presents we got. And thank you for supporting the show. And thanks to all the, the listeners who sent these wonderful, how cool is that Gilbert uh that Gilman yes. uh, model that you have sitting there on the yeah, desk. Make sure not to lose the hand. I'll find you the hand. And the orange. Yes, the hand, might, <laughs> the hand might be stuck in there somewhere. So thank you, guys. Thank you for all the generous gifts. Thank you, Raybone. Thank you, Patreon. See you next week.
Yeah, well. 